Introduction. All right, welcome back to another episode of Coming Off the Bench. We have some special guests here today. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have my brother Justin, who, Jay, who is uh, re, re, it's his first time recurring, right? It's your first time on? Second Abs time on. Second, yeah. second time on. Yeah, yeah it was second recurring time. Was he it was the Christmas episode? Last Christmas year. Christmas year Christmas. with Darren. Yep. And then we also have my brother-in-law, Jose Gonzalez, who has uh, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Well, it's a podcast, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And uh, we talk about him often, most times in good ways, uh, on this podcast. And uh, so we're welcoming both in. Welcome, guys. Thank you, brother, for having me. It's awesome. It's going to be fun. Jay, you got anything to say? Yeah, let me no? stretch the mic to you. Here. How you doing, guys? <laughs> it's awesome. Sweet. And then, uh, of course, Brandon Myers yes. with us again. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's going to be a good time. All right, we're going to get right at it. If you can hear all this, Sean has got a lot of stuff to get into today. I have gotten nice. a lot of numbers here. Um, so let's just jump into it. It's just a bunch of interesting stats that I found um, and, and a couple other things. Uh, I think it's going to trigger some, some good conversation. So as we know this year, uh, let's, talk, let's start. Well, actually, all of this is NFL. Who am I kidding? Um, <laughs> that's no, a, that's actually, the only sport that matters right no, now. No, there's, there's one other one, um, but we're going to go mostly NFL here. So... We all know that Kansas City Chiefs has been struggling this year, right? Do we think it's Pat Mahomes' fault? You're probably going to show us that it is his fault. Well, do you think it's <laughs> no. his fault? No. I am going to show you why. It's at least a little bit his fault. I looked at, and, uh, I looked at who has the most bad throws thrown this season. So it's a statistic that's mm -hmm. recorded by, you know, again, if a throw is a bad throw, um, they mark it down. Leading the league this year, Pat Mahomes, with 83 mm. bad throws all year. He's averaging or he's throwing a bad throw on 20% of his throws. It feels like this year that people know him better than they're starting to understand like mm -hmm. who he is. Sure. So, I mean, they're always playing two, two high safeties on him all the time. But do you but think... He wants, I mean, he's a... Let's go all the way, home run hitter all the time. He hates those dink and dunk, right. dink and mm -hmm. dunk throws. Do you think that the, the Do you think that him throwing bad throws is a result of the NFL figuring him out, or is it like that's more like relying? I mean, he's on still him, doing right? himself. He's still doing what he did last year. It's still kind of crazy, like. Sure. But more of these, more of the fifty fifty balls are not going his way. I mean, I think he looks think. a little bit more human. That's mm -hmm. true. You know, yeah. he doesn't look like Superman in certain areas. I mean, he's still contorting his body. <laughs> right. In, in the, he's still crazy. Right? Doing yep. some crazy stuff. But I do, I, I think I agree with you in some regard. You know, tape matters in the NFL. You know, they're watching film in the film room more than any other sport, mm -hmm. you know, to break this man down. Mm -hmm. um, so I think in his evolution to his game, he's going to have to be come up to the point where he's saying to himself, all right, I might have to be a little bit more patient this dink and dunk stuff might have to be implemented in my game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sweet. I like I it. Was, and one thing I heard, uh, I think this was on uh, the Colin Coward show, but he was saying like 
how Tom Brady basically has like a playbook they can always go back to. Like if he starts to struggle, he can go back to the basics. Mm-hmm. There's no playbook for Pat Mahomes. Yeah, He's running everywhere, doing whatever he can. No one's ever sure. really seen a guy like him. There's no playbook for him, so he can't really go back to anything. So he's kind of learning all his mistakes on the fly. On, on the fly, yeah, yeah, pretty much. He can't I, go back. And I was I, like, ah, oh, that's a good point. I think the other thing about him, I think he, I think he gets out of the pocket a little bit too much. And I don't know if this is the lack of an offensive line. I also saw. I didn't print this one out. I should have. Out of all the quarterbacks in the league, he is fourth in the NFL in scrambles, plays that are called a pass play, and end oh. up being a rushing play by a quarterback. So Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. Just, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, are oh, the yeah. top three. Followed by sense. Pat Mahomes. That surprised me. Because when I think of Pat Mahomes, he can move. But I think yeah. of him being more of a pocket quarterback. He's moving a lot. But I think if it's, if nothing's down... Because there's more things not downfield for him to throw. Because of them playing two high safeties. And he's like, oh, I can't throw it. I'm going to run. I mean, I think... And that's the yeah, that's the problem that's right now. Problem. We're seeing. He's just a little too one-dimensional for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've seen... Um, I think you've seen moments in this season where he's been patient. Mm-hmm. I think one of the ones was in the Oakland game. I saw that a little <sighs> bit more patience from him, although he did have some home run oh, um, yeah. moments. But I saw some patience within him. He had five touchdowns that game, no right. interceptions. Yep. He looked good. Yep. I just think that he needs to say to himself, okay, I'm not going to – the home run ball is not there for me. Let's try to get five yards. Right. You know? I yeah. think that's a hard mindset to go back down to. Yeah. Because if all all you care about is home runs, then like oh let me hit a single. Oh, no one likes singles, right? Yeah. You know. Yep. So. Spot on. Well, after him, um, we have Pat Mahomes leading the league, and just for just for fun, Trevor Lawrence is second in the league, eighty-one <laughs> bad throws. Believe it or not, Tom Jaylen Brady. Hurts. Oh, is I was waiting third. for Jalen Hurts in there. No, we'll get to Jalen Hurts <laughs> in a little bit though. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, I don't even know where he he's twenty-third in the NFL. He only has forty-four bad throws this year. That's literally wow. almost half Pat, Pat Mahomes. Well, when you're running all the time, you don't got to worry true. about that's bad true. That's, that's a good true. point. Yeah, good point. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, if you look, he, yeah, Pat, or J- Jalen Hurts has 320 pass attempts compared to Pat Mahomes' 450. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you look at that, number three, Tom Brady. That surprised me as well. He has 423 pass attempts. But number four is Matt Stafford, followed by Carson Wentz, number five. <laughs> So anyway, that just surprised me. When he throws with his left hand, do they count? Like yeah, maybe. <laughs> but but Matt Stafford and Tom Brady, those are two MVP candidates this year, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we we would all agree there. And the fact that they're top five in the league in bad throws, bad throws is just pretty. I incredible. think I think one of my questions would be um, is these these numbers and and, and shout out to let, let's shout out Stat Boy over here Sean for a minute man <laughs> oh, I'm only getting started man. Just my wait. man Stat Boy right now is going in overtime yeah by the way just so you guys know Joe Burrow is 27th in the league he only has 35 bad of throws of course this year. of course uh-huh. we're gonna highlight that I know right? I know I will I was gonna highlight that but um I think at the end of the day I look at these numbers I say okay these are advanced analytics right yep um how important are these numbers. Like when you look at all right, Tom Brady. What 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 number was he at again? You said he he. There's a yeah. He's at eighty. So it, Pat Mahomes eighty three, Trevor Lawrence eighty one, mm-hmm. Tom Brady eighty, mm-hmm. and then it's it's a steep drop off to sixty eight. Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. Okay, and yeah, I think when you're 
when 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 you're like the focal point on the offense, you're gonna have a lot of times bad throws. Yeah. Does it show how much Patty Mahomes is at fault here? I mean, it can at some point, but like let's say for instance, when the offense is flourishing in instances with Tom Brady in Tampa Bay, no one's gonna really look at that eighty something and say, "Oh man." This is bad. Right. Obviously, they're going to look at it right now because obviously Patty Mahomes is – he had an up-and-down season. Now it looks like it, it's coming to mm-hmm. form. But yep. yeah, these advanced analytics sometimes can be deceiving. Yep, for sure. I agree. It's just fun to nitpick. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah. second one here. This We're going to go back to Burrow here because I love Burrow. You guys know this. Um, now, this is a different stat. It's on target. So these are your passes that are on target. Um, now – doesn't necessarily mean they're completed. Just means they're on target. And so it could be a drop. It could be, you know, you know, whatever it yeah. may be, um, whatever plethora of reasons. Number one in the NFL at 84% of his passes that are on target, Kyler Murray. Would you Whoa. guys, would you guys I, like I would to not guess, guess that? Would you like to guess who number two is? <laughs> Joe <laughs> Burrow. 82.7. By the way, th- let's just compare our last stat. <laughs> Our last stat of bad throws. Listen, bad throw percentage. So Trevor Lawrence, his bad throw percentage, so percentage of his throws that are bad throws, mm-hmm. 23%. Pat Mahomes is 19%. Even though he has more bad throws, he played one more game. So his average is a little bit, or his, his percentage is a little bit lower. Tom Brady's 19%. Matt Stafford, 18%. Joe Burrow, 11%. Those are some good numbers, boys. I'm going to take those silence as a good thing. And Kyler Murray I mean, I don't is know the, what else to say. the perennial uh, MVP candidate this year, mm-hmm. um, and he's a percentage and a half be- above Joe Burrow and on-target percentage. Uh, let's see. Tom Brady is 24th in the league in on-tar- on-target percentage. This what year. about uh, Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts, 17th. Ah, that's 17th. Not, a lot better than I thought. Yeah. We're going to get to Jalen Hurts. I got a little bit of stuff on him. Um, wow. This is another thing I thought was interesting. So let's just keep on going here. I, I know I'm throwing a lot at you guys. Quarterback bat downs. So these are throws that are batted down by the defensive line. Okay. This surprised me. The league leader is Justin Herbert with 11 throws this year batted down by the NFL. Now, now where I'm going with this is in the draft, every year in the draft, we're always talking about quarterbacks and size matters, yep. right? Yep. Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, mm-hmm. and Kyler Murray, all these guys are all ridiculed and they get, they get passed on in the draft because they're so small mm-hmm. and they're, they're not going to be able to throw off the, off the line. Justin Herbert is leading the league with 11 bat th- batted down passes. Josh Allen is second in the league with 10. Justin Herbert is six foot six. Josh Allen is six foot five. Third in the league is Jalen Hurts, nine. And then Derek Carr, six foot three. And then Lamar Jackson, who's a little bit smaller too. But it posed the question, should we be, and, and I don't know how big you guys are on scouting in the draft and whatnot, but should we be bid- should we be putting as big of a focus on height for quarterbacks in the NFL? You say height? Height, how tall they are, considering that mm-hmm. the top two leaders in passes batted down are over six foot, five inches tall. I think back in the days you, you, you would say that, but now with like dudes like Russell Wilson, we saw Drew Brees, Drew right? Drew Brees, yeah. Um, these guys aren't as tall as, as – but they're just the athleticism is just mm-hmm. so. I don't think right now a lot of people are looking at it, and Patty Mahomes as well. Yeah, 
don't think people are really looking at height as much as a, as a big factor. Yeah. yeah, Drew Brees was the first one that came to my mind. Once, um, I mean, he's short. You can see shorter, and you can see when he throws, it's always he's looking up mm-hmm. and trying to throw up and throw up. And it, I mean, and he was accurate all the time. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't think. I mean, you have. I think if you're short, shorter, you have to have the accuracy to back it up, right. or you have the arm strength. You have to have something else. If you're just an average quarterback and short, then maybe there's you're probably going to get overlooked. But if you have short size, but you have the arm strength, yeah, the speed, that kind of thing, people will look at you. At least yeah. I'm not a scout, but that's, that's what if I was a doing. scout, that's what I would be. That's doing. what you'd be doing. Yep, you'd make a good scout. Yeah. Next stat, we, before we get to some Eagles stuff, it's going to be a little discouraging, by the way. But, and Wait, then we're five and six. And then encouraging. That's okay. It, it will get better. It will get better. It. Um, well, he sounds like he's feeling some type of way about Sunday's um, game. Yeah, loss. we went to the game. We'll yeah. talk about that. Right. Who, me? About feeling upset about a loss? Yeah, I wasn't saying. super upset. <laughs> we got a friend, Sheldon. We'll, we'll throw this in there. So Sheldon. Jay, do you know about the, the bet that, Jay, that Sheldon and Brandon had? No. You don't? Okay. So do you want, do you want to share? Yeah, sure. Okay, go ahead. What does <laughs> so, Sheldon need to do? So Sheldon bet that the Saints would win this past weekend. And if the Eagles won, then he would have to go to PetSmart and ask for a pet cricket. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles won. <laughs> so he has to go ask for a pet cricket Sheldon's at PetSmart. Do does someone have to be with him for like a witness? He's going to record it. Yeah. Yep. So he's going to he, – and he said – he did say he's looking forward to it and that he's going to do it well, is what he said. He's going to think it through and he's going to do it really well. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I trust I trust Sheldon. So let's move on. My next stat is dropped passes. This one just took me by surprise. Uh, this is like an easy, easy stat to find and whatnot. But I'll just read down through. The league leader in dropped passes, Debo Samuel. I thought he was having a great year for San Francisco this year. And he is having a great year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got almost 1,000 yards already, and he, he, yeah, he's killing it. But he's leading the league, followed by Travis Kelsey. Oh, I, he's, there's something wrong with, with him or him really? and Pat Mahomes because I've watched a couple games. Yeah, he scores once in a while, but he's just off. Hmm. And I see a bunch of his drop. So that one doesn't really surprise me based on what I've been watching. Yeah. But yeah. Number three, Cooper Cup. Isn't that wild? Dang, he could give me more fantasy points if he didn't drop if, ball. If he didn't drop, he has eight, eight drop passes. Which, mm-hmm. in the big scheme of things, he has, he has uh, how many catches does he have? Eighty-five catches. So, ten percent of his, yeah, of his catches are dropped. Hard. I guess you could say. But he's bowling out his mind this year. <laughs> how many? How much? How many points he averages for you in fantasy? I mean, over twenty, twenty-five. Yeah, yeah every I mean, game. He he has a triple crown right now. He has. 85 receptions, leads the league. 1,141 yards, leads the league. 10 touchdowns, leads the league. Also, 52 first downs, leads the league, and so on. Yeah. By I the mean, way, you go down the list, and he's literally This is receivers. a little off topic, but you see that uh, Jonathan Taylor finally passed Derrick Henry <laughs> Yep, for the most rushing yards, and Derrick Henry's been out like three games. Yep. Isn't that I crazy? That. But I did see also that Derrick Henry leads the league in – Attempts still. He still <laughs> leads the league in attempts. So it made me question 
because he also uh, he leads the league in attempts and he averages. So so for instance, just to give speculation, I, I was looking at it earlier. Miles Sanders and Brandon and I have talked about this in the podcast before. My, uh, Miles Sanders averages a broken tackle every four times he touches the ball. So he averages yeah. that. Derrick Henry, who's known for being the mm-hmm. biggest, most break tackles, right? Mm-hmm. He averages a broken tackle every 21 times he touches the ball. 21 times. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my question, I'll ask the question. I wasn't going to go here. Is Derrick Henry as great as we say he is? Heck yeah, he is. Or is it just that he's just touching the ball that much? For sure. No, he's good, man. No, he's good. He's good. He's amazing. He's great. Not good. He's great. If I saw Miles Sanders and Derrick Henry both running at me, I would definitely go tackle Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders, Sanders for sure. <laughs> That's a good call. Are oh, you going to wind up like Josh Norman? <laughs> yeah. Josh Norman gets old. Uh, just to throw this in there, by the way, Jamar Chase is fourth in the league in drops, seventh. Uh, he has seven um, mm. drop passes, so we'll just throw that in there as well. Um, all right, let's get to these Eagles. So I found this about the Eagles' defense. So, Brandon, do you like – Yes, they I, suck. Do you like Alex oh, no. Singleton? <laughs> do I like Alex Singleton? Yeah. He was benched earlier this year. Oh, did he? And he came back. And I think he played a little bit because of some people getting hurt. But he almost – I mean, he has some of the – most tackles or something in the league or he was in the top five really at some point could have been the first week i don't know but maybe (laughs) yeah he has 89 tackles this year so anyway he so so get this he alex singleton is leading the league in missed tackles he has 17 missed tackles this year that's when he goes to tackle somebody 16 percent of the time he's missing a tackle Hmm. Um, not good that's not a good stat um so that's bad, right? Just tackling. So mm-hmm. you'd think maybe, okay, maybe he plays because he missed tackles, yeah, but maybe he's good in coverage, right? He, he's probably the worst in coverage. He, <laughs> or the second worst. For any defender in the league, <laughs> secondary, it doesn't matter who you are, any defender in the league, the completion percentage against that player when he's the main coverer on the, on the, 100%. the completion percentage. No, he's third in the league, 91.7%. You're close. Of passes that was are being completed against him. I feel bad. Ashton Davis from the Jets, 95%. Essentially, you throw the ball at him. It's a completion. <laughs> but no, So number three in the league, Alex Singleton, 91% of the time they throw the ball at him, it's a completed. Number four in the league is Davian Taylor. Another eagle. Another eagle. Dude, our linebacker suck, and I know that. He's another <laughs> linebacker, 89%. That's awful. <laughs> Two linebackers. Both of your linebackers are pretty much a 90% chance there's going to be a completion against mm-hmm. those linebackers. That's really bad. Wait, should we let's talk about our secondary though. Okay, let's like well, Darius Slay. Yeah. So uh, he has more touchdowns this season than George Kittle, Darren Waller, Keenan Allen, Brandon Cooks, Allen Robertson and Javar Landry. Or Jarvis Landry. Landry. Wow. And he's three. <laughs> <laughs> And he's a, he's a corner. It's a nice clap back. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you that's go. good. I like it. I like it. That's good. So we could talk. So 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 good. And I, I know. I know. I'm going a while now. We're pushing 20 minutes of just stats here. But I, I had a lot of a lot a lot of stuff here. Um. So let's look at Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts in the first 15 career starts in in his first 15. That's exactly starts. what I was about. Oh really? To show you. I have it. Yep. <laughs> Comparing him to it? Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yep. Do you want to read them? Sure. You'll probably get joy out of it. Listen, to, I do. This is crazy. <laughs> All right. His first career start, 15 career starts. Lamar Jackson had 4,120 yards of total offense. 
Jalen Hurts has 4,115. That's five yards less than Lamar Jackson. He has 26 touchdowns. Jalen Hurts has 29. Uh, Lamar Jackson had 12 turnovers. Jalen Hurts has 11. First downs, uh, Lamar Jackson had 213. Jalen Hurts had 209. That is very interesting. Essentially, the same And still, numbers. we can't say whether he's our starter for the future or whether he's our franchise quarterback. I don't know if he's our franchise yeah, quarterback I was for say, the future. Yep. I was about to ask you. I don't know. Because, like, you know, obviously they ain't going to say anything. And I want to I know from you. Like, Oh, he bring, he's super fun to watch. If, if he's our franchise quarterback, I mean, you have to build around him. You're not going to plug somebody else. Mm-hmm inform you have to actually build around him and if we start to play like the ravens then i'm good with jalen hurts so why does it seem like there's a lot of hesitancy there uh he's not a great thrower of the ball he makes great decisions but when you see it come off his hand you're like wow like that was a wide open receiver he, he i think there's a too many of those where you're like uh i don't know if i would like i mean i would take him over like baker mayfield or any of those I don't know. Hmm. I I mean I enjoy, he's he's a good Philly guy. Yep. Like he's the definition of like blue collar Philadelphia. So but. you you said if we start looking like Baltimore, you'd be a fan of that. If we're running the ball, do you like, think that you guys have looked like Baltimore? Oh yeah. I mean with our running, like yeah. we've had over um 175 yards in four straight games. Right. We've never done that before. Um, in, in our last four games, they put up the second most points in 34.5 points in the last four games. That's the second most in the league? The second most in the league. Over that and, span. Yeah. And in the second best scoring differential at plus 63. So you guys are arguably the hottest team in the league right now. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't like to. I wouldn't be surprised if we lose to the Giants this week. No, 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 no. I'll give you peace. You won't lose to the New York Giants. Dude. Trust me. You'll be all right. You'll be good. The Eagles seem to find a way to lose or come close to losing to Daniel Jones. The only reason why we lost is because he tripped over grass. In fact, listen, <laughs> I am rooting for you guys. Me, thank to you. To destroy <laughs> my team. Here's what? why. Yep. Because we just fired Jason Garrett. Mm-hmm. And if you guys destroy us. Gettleman's out. See, but that's where that's my Christmas gift. Right that's there. where I could see us losing <laughs> because you got rid of Jason Garrett. So now everything. Like I was around. expecting us to lose the Saints, and the Saints didn't have twelve of their starters yep. because that's an Eagle kind of game it's, to lose. That's, that's exactly, the Eagles. We were literally walking into the, to the stadium, and I was talking to to Trenton and Brandon when we were walking into the stadium, and they we, somebody mentioned that stat or not yeah. stat but that 12 starters for New Orleans were out and they literally I think it was said, Sh- Sheldon did on our that sounds like a, did. that sounds like a game that the Eagles will lose oh yeah Trent yep, said. Trent said that it's it exactly right and then and it was halftime and we were winning what is it 27 to 7 and we looked at each other and we're like I can feel us losing this game yeah I'm not no joke it's and it came in the, four, came in the fourth quarter and then we were winning 33 to 7 and then all of a sudden it they went on 15 points unanswered and it was 22 to 33. I was like, crap, oh, we're going to lose this game. He was so nervous. Oh, heck yeah. I was yeah. sitting beside him. I was like, you nervous, aren't you? He's like, yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> That's just a game that we would lose. Were you locked in? 
What? Were you locked in when it was 33? Everybody else in the stadium is cheering, and Brandon's just sitting there, like with his hands, elbows on his knees. He's just so focused on the game. He's like, dude, we do not want to blow this. And then they almost scored that one drive. And for some reason, Sean Payton, I still don't know for life yeah. of me, why he kicked that's, the field goal. That's why we won the game. Yeah, right. It, he, he Instead of going forward on fourth down, it was like, what, eight minutes ago? It was, it was eight like, minutes ago. They had all the momentum, everything, their defense. Like, we, I don't think, had one first down the whole fourth quarter. It, or if, part even of the third yeah, quarter. If they if they were to score a touchdown, they would they would have been down by one score with eight minutes to go in the game. Mm-hmm. And instead of kicking, instead of going for a touchdown, they kicked a field goal, which kept it a two score game with eight minutes to go. It made no sense at all. Yeah, but it happened. But that's the difference between having um, Drew Brees and Simeon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you ain't trusting Simeon to convert on fourth down. Sure. No if matter what Brees, type of momentum you have, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. If they had Breeze, they would have went for it, you think? Oh, for sure, man. Or <laughs> if they had, um, what's this guy's name? Don't do who got injured. Um, James Winston? Winston? Yeah, if they had Winston, I think That's they would have went for it. you don't know his name. Yeah, I mean, you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you mentioned about the Eagles looking like, looked, looking like the Ravens. So just to put in perspective how good the Eagles look this year, or not this year, sorry, Th- this week, the Eagles created 186 yards before contact. They had 186 yards and yards before, and that was total. against the number one defense against running the number one defense. defense in the NFL this, this week. Yeah, the Saints came into this week as the yeah. number one defense. Yeah, that's that's really pretty good cool by their offensive <laughs> line, yeah. and that sounds like. Baltimore Ravens-esque. And just to throw this in there, Jalen Hurts is the number one ranked quarterback over the last five weeks in the NFL, QBR, 75. Number one out of all quarterbacks in the NFL, Jalen Hurts is number one. Hence why I'm saying... You said this week? No, over the past five over weeks past in the NFL, okay. he's been the number one quarterback in the NFL. Hmm. Make a nice little run. <laughs> Hopefully you? he can keep going. <laughs> Do you... How far... What's the ceiling for this team, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> don't do it don't Play, playoffs <laughs> because of our schedule our schedule i mean on paper it's the easiest schedule in the league left we have the giants the jets you're by the washington football team the giants washington football team and the cowboys the cowboys are the only team i think they the strength of schedule left is 0.26 whatever it's the easiest one left so you guys could win so out we could until- win out Dallas. I mean, I don't see you guys beating Dallas, but that's hopefully they bench all their starters. That's Dallas. how we could make it. Dallas. Oh, you don't see them. Beat, you don't see them beating Dallas. I don't see them beating Dallas. I, I, I mean, I don't see them carry. I mean, no offense. I don't see them carrying what's going on right now until week seventeen. No, I don't. I mean, I hope they do. I I like them. Like I'm not rooting <laughs> against them. I'm just saying it's the Eagles. Like right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it's absolutely Eagles, right. <laughs> so I don't see our it defense is on. terrible. <laughs> the defense is. Bad, we're keeping we that. We're keeping people on the sideline. Because of our running. I think you're yep. sleeping a little bit on the Washington football team because they've been playing in the last two games. They've been having some type of momentum going on. I guess so. they beat the the Buccaneers. And the, and the Panthers. And the Panthers. Did they beat the Panthers too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With Cam Newton? Oh, yeah, they just beat Cam Newton, right? Mm-hmm. I thought Cam Newton was the savior. <laughs> well, he's back, you know. <laughs> you see him anyway. score the touchdown, and he runs all the way to the center of the the. No. The logo, and he yells, I'm back. Oh, I think gosh. he did that. Or something. Anyway. I strongly dislike Cam Newton. <laughs> um, are we geared up for 
I'm gonna. I was hoping that you would say that we could make the Super Bowl. I was hoping you'd say that because I was gonna go to a rematch in the Super Bowl of the Patriots and the Eagles from back, however long ago. So listen to this stat: Patriots scoring margin. This is the Patriots scoring margin, meaning margin of victory through ten games for their Super Bowl winning teams. So all their Super Bowl winning teams. 2018, they were plus 44 through ten games. 2016, they were plus 91. 2014, plus 105. 2004, plus 93. 2003, plus 41. 2001, plus 28. And right now, the Patriots are plus 98. Do you think that the, the Patriots can make the Super Bowl? Anybody? Jay? I mean, you like Tom Brady, right? No? Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, loud and clear, just for you here. Yeah. Tom Brady's to go. There we go. I think we got him to say it last time he was on the podcast, too. <laughs> but seriously, uh, for, well, no one, uh, yeah, I could see the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Really? Who? I mean, who else are you confident in? No one. No one in the entire NFL. That I'm defense in. is what I'm confident in. Yeah, I could see them there. And good call by that the way. And, and maybe and maybe yeah. the Chiefs. Honestly, I think I think they could be the Titans. Even I mean, they're one of the hottest teams right now, and I think they could beat everybody. Honestly, but I mean that defense is needs some help. Still, yeah. I mean, I I, I think that they um they can make it, man. And good call the last time, man. You said. You can see them be um, winning this division. You know, um, a couple of our friends that we go on the polo with um, mm-hmm. have disagreed, but yeah, you can see it coming, man. Bill Belichick, man, he knows what he's doing. Hmm. Just grab a get a good court, get a quarterback that fits your system, plug it in, and yeah. let it take off. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing. And it, it annoys me a lot. The Patriots just seem to find something. All the it time. Is. And they didn't have to do anything to get Mac Jones. I know. It's, Does that get you mad? What? Does that get you mad? Oh, heck yeah. Uh, it's the most frustrating thing ever. <laughs> yeah. It's because you Patriot see every organization. Yes, yeah, the Patriots. The yep. Patriots seem to always be first or find a way in the playoffs. Anytime. Everybody else seems like they struggle to find their way. Yep. Anyway. All right, so last time Jay was on our podcast, he did an awesome segment uh, about explaining film plots badly. So it was like kind of a game, right? It was a game yep. where he would explain a film plot by, badly, and then we would try and guess what movie it is. So mm-hmm. if you guys haven't heard this, this is what we're going to do. And uh, so Jay, how many you got? I have uh, nine. Nine. <laughs> nine. I can cut them out. Or... Nope. No. Go for it. Let's do them all. Nine. All right, the first one I have is a dad has to pick up his daughter. Taken. It is taken. Taken. Oh, Ooh. okay. Nice. nice okay, who's they got one? <laughs> Get used to it. All right. Oh. All right. What, you having one? All right, sounds good. 
<laughs> Next one. An elderly man abducts a young, overweight Asian boy to replace his dead wife. Correct. <laughs> like I said, get used to it. Wait a minute. He's not Asian. An elderly man abducts a young, overweight Asian. He's not Asian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he Asian? Uh, yeah, he is. No. Yeah, he is. Look, read it and weep. He's not Asian. <laughs> is the boy from Up Asian? He is. Yeah. That's so. debatable. You fact check look at, look at it. You want to fact check it? Come on, stop. This boy. is why we need a poll. This is why we I mean, need I, a poll I mean, on social would, media. Just okay. put it up on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, put it on the poll. Yep. Like, All right, like put it. it on the poll, Guillermo. All right, so <laughs> Jose has two. <laughs> you guys have none. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the next one is disabled bald man forces foster children to X-Men. fight. He's got it. What the? <laughs> what the heck? Are you looking? Are you looking? Are you looking? I'm not. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> He didn't even finish. I, I told you, I suckers get used to it. <laughs> okay, he's got three, so he's already got a third of the nine. Mm-hmm. All right. A teen boy's body changes, and he discovers Spider-Man. he can... Yeah. Spider-Man. Wow. Okay, Cheryl's saying in the background, she's sitting in the kitchen saying she got that one as well. Spider-Man. Okay, wow. How about it's you and me versus Jay? Or, I don't get it. I mean, Jose. I guess. Like, this is... We'll work together. Nice work. I, this is a surprising talent of yours. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Old cowboy can't accept modern technology and will do everything to keep being the slave Toy masters. Story. Yep. Ooh. Let's go. Man. You had it too. Cheryl got it too. Man's midlife crisis endangers his family and entire city. A man's midlife what? Crisis endangers his family and entire city. Thor? No. Is it The Incredibles? Yes. Okay, so we got two. You got three. He has four. Oh, he has, he has four. four. Okay, two to four. Okay, we're coming back. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Rich we're forced to a game game nine. Right? Yep. <laughs> Rich kid leaves home due to abusive uncle gets adopted by gay couple. Read it again. <laughs> Rich kid. Rich kid leaves home due to abusive uncle gets adopted by gay couple. I can't be right, but I was thinking Fresh Prince, but it's not right. <laughs> I know, I know it's not right. I'm just saying there, there's parts of no, no, no. There's parts of that that remind me of Fresh Prince. That's all I'm saying. Will I know Smith it's Smith right. was never rich. I, I know. I'm saying. Yeah. Never mind. Plus, it's a movie, not a TV yeah, show. Yeah, I know. That's another thing. Hmm. <laughs> Come on, Jay, give Can it you up. give us a hint? Is it animated? Is it real? It's animated. It's animated. Okay, so... Does that be obvious, right? No, it's going to throw you off. Oh, okay. Are you guys good for the answer, or what? Yeah, let's go for the answer. Meet the Robinsons? No. Ah. I have no idea. Never seen it. The Lion King. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, read it again. Oh my <laughs> Rich kid Jeez. leaves home due to abusive uncle gets adopted by a gay couple. <laughs> 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 All right. That was good. I, did, I, did not see, I did not see it going that way. Nope. It's a gay couple that confused you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. 
A wisecracking boiler technician teaches high school students to believe in their dreams. I'm still with the gay couple. I wouldn't be. One more time. Read one more time. A wisecracking boiler technician teaches high school students to believe in their dreams. High school musical? No. <laughs> It's not Breakfast Club, right? No. Uh, <laughs> is it animated? No. Oh, School of Rock? No. <laughs> I feel like it's too obvious if it's like a teacher, you know? Yeah. You guys go for an answer? No, nah, I have no idea. Go ahead. Go ahead. A Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> Never seen it. What is it? <laughs> Wait, can you read it again? <laughs> yeah. A wisecracking boiler technician teaches yeah. high school students to believe in their dreams. If y'all never okay. saw it, yeah, yeah. yeah I was going to say, I don't know. Nope. Freddy well Krueger got burned alive, so that boiler technician because fire and everything uh, like that. Okay, okay, that makes sense now. I know dreams. that he somehow haunts people's yeah. dreams and whatnot. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't. Okay, go ahead. All right, this is the last one. Baby dies of old age. Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button. Button. Yeah. <laughs> Who got that one? You, you, you got it first. You got that one for sure. Dang. Jose crushed Jose got five. Game. We My got two, two together. Yeah. <laughs> nice work, boys. <laughs> Jay got us stumped with two of them, so that game's fun. All right, since we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving, I figured I would ask you guys, I came across this list that says 10 great Thanksgiving sports moments. After I read off the list, you can guys just give off your great Thanksgiving sports moments if you can think of any. All right. Oh, I got mine's right off the top of my head. You want to go right What is away? it? Oh, yeah, the butt fumble. <laughs> Mark Sanchez. Was I was going to say. I didn't know it was on Thanksgiving. Mark Sanchez, butt fumble. Yep. That's a good one. <laughs> Um, but That's back in so 2004, Peyton Manning launches six touchdown passes on a Thanksgiving Day game. Who did who he play? Did it say? Um, Man. The only thing I ever remember about Detroit Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, there it is. Oh, there it is. Oh, man. <laughs> Does anybody know why Detroit <laughs> is. is on Thanksgiving? <laughs> no. I just saw, I saw an interview with uh, Dan Campbell, the coach. And for the lines, and the guy was like, so one of the reporters was like, so are you ready for your Thanksgiving game? Like, how are you preparing for it? And he goes, oh, we're not flexed out of it? <laughs> like, he was be- he was joking, but, like, he's like, oh, so we're not flexed out? Bro. Yeah. How pissed would you be if you were a Lion, <laughs> <What's> <laughs> lion player though right now? <laughs> anyway. Dude, we talked about this one. Is there a worse person to be in the – in the NFL right now than Jared Goff. <laughs> By the way, he's starting on Thursday. I just got the update. He's starting. Not that it really ever matters, but... What do you mean? Why, he's, he, start, he's starting. Was that ever in question? Mm-hmm. It would have been that boiled guy. Didn't he, didn't he have a shoulder in, injury? Something like that, uh, yeah. Oh, he had an injury. Okay. Yeah. I thought they were benching him. I'm like, oh, gosh, no. it's getting no. worse for this guy. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Anyway. You think, go ahead. You think he's that bad of a quarterback? I mean... I think it's the organization, right? It has to be. He was in a great situation with the Rams. Yeah. Yep. And he was doing well. 
it, I mean, he got into a Super Bowl. But then I, he goes yeah. to the worst situation. Right. And he's, I think he started on a good situation with a good coach. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not Jeff Fisher. Talking about Sean McVay yeah. after his rookie year. And then once that switched, I mean, it was kind of like the, 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 the golden opportunity for a quarterback. And so, but then like, I mean, to have a, a team in a city believe in you, like literally move from St. Louis to LA, mm-hmm. like one of the yeah. biggest cities in the, in the country, you have it all. And suddenly they ship you out to Detroit. First, first class, man, overnight. <laughs> and it's like, bro, it's, <laughs> it does not get much worse than that. Yeah. Like, I feel so bad for that guy. And that doesn't matter. That doesn't count, Jay, on those six touchdown passes. No, it doesn't. Lions, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Um, <laughs> the next one is Mississippi State's uh, wins the Egg Bowl in 1999. Do you guys follow college football that much? College football. I didn't know that. I don't follow college football too much. Mm-hmm. A little bit here and there. When Texas was good, I, I followed them. But um, The next one, Brandon, you love is the legend of Clint Longley. He's the backup quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys in 1974. They come in um, and win the game. When he came in, they were down 16-3, to and he won the game to 24-23. Uh, to 23. Against the Eagles? Huh? Well, we don't know. Washington. Oh, okay. Ah. Redskins <laughs> at that time. Yep. Right. <laughs> They're still the Redskins. Uh, oh, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You're going to take off some of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> the next one in 1997 is when Barry Sanders ran for 167 yards and three mm. touchdowns on 19 carries against the Chicago Bears. Did they win? I hope I hope they won. Oh, man, if they lost, it doesn't matter. That, that's a that's a Lions game. No idea. Okay. Doesn't say? That's all right. Let's not, let's not, no. Let's just leave the great Barry Sanders well, at that moment. I wonder okay. what Barry Sanders' win percentage is. Actually, yeah, the Lions won the game 55 to 20. And who'd they play? <laughs> the Chicago Bears. Okay, that's a good team. Mm-hmm. All right. I, uh, w- I wonder what his win percentage is over the course of his career. It's probably awful, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Guess he's not as great as we thought. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I was waiting wait for that. Like that. Stop it. <laughs> no respect for this young generation. No respect, man. Uh, the next one in 2011, Texas versus Texas A&M. It was the final year of the Big 12 showdown. And uh, what was it? I don't know. Did Texas A&M go to the SEC in 2013? You said that was the last Are they showdown. in the SEC? They're in the SEC now. Are they? I didn't know that. Texas is about to go to SEC, right? <laughs> yeah, and Oklahoma. And Oklahoma, yeah. <laughs> what is going on? Yep. Uh, the next one was uh, the world meets Randy Moss. That's uh, when he had oh, eight yeah. targets mm-hmm. for 163 yeah. yards for three touchdowns. <sighs> didn't he only Dude. have three catches in that game? <clears throat> there was a game he – or that may have been – Eight. Well, he had eight or, targets, you said. Yes, three catches. Yep. Three catches, 163 yards. And three touchdowns. And three touchdowns. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, against uh, the Cowboys. Against the Cowboys. Oh, oh, dude, I hope the Raiders crush the Cowboys. Which, which makes it even better was against the Cowboys. Heck no, yeah. we need the Cowboys to win that game. Why? We need to push the AFC, everybody in the AFC wildcard oh, hunt gosh. down. That's right. But, sorry, I'm rooting for the Raiders. No. <laughs> I'm rooting for the Cowboys. <laughs> Go Cowboys. 
the next one Brandon had already mentioned was the butt fumble in 2012. Oh, it's so good. I love that. Poor Mark Sanchez. I guess it could be worse to be him. Who's it worse to be? Mark Sanchez or Jared Goff? <laughs> mm. I would say it's probably worse to be Jared Goff. Ah, no, no, <laughs> never mind. I totally forgot that Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl. <laughs> I just We just talked about it. It's easy to forget. True. Yeah, but it's a good point. Matt, Mark Sanchez beat, beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, or beat Tom Brady in the AFC, or what was it? Isn't the AFC Championship? They never went to the no, Super Bowl. No, they never went to the Super Bowl, so it would have been the division Conference, one before yeah. that. Mm-hmm. They beat, yeah, the, the semifinal. Yeah, Mark Sanchez when you beat think Tom of Mark Brady. Sanchez... The first, I mean, the butt fumble. I think. Oh, that's the comes, best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's before the first thing. any of his stats. Yep. If he really has many stats, but I what? remember when Kurt was calling him Sanchez, Mark Sanchez, and all that stuff, and <laughs> now he's just a butt fumble. Shout out, shout out to you, Kurt. We love you. Um, no, but he also played at USC. Remember that? Yep. Right. Nobody gonna remember that though. <laughs> no <Nope>. fumble. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's all I had on my list. Do you guys? Can you think of any off the top of your head? He did. I remember the Eagles playing the Cowboys on Thanksgiving, and that's when Mark Sanchez was an Eagle, and they destroyed the Cowboys. Actually, Sean McCoy destroyed the Cowboys, but ah. I remember that. That was like the only time I ever remember the Eagles playing on Thanksgiving. Hmm. But that's about all I got. I forgot that Mark Sanchez played for the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not, I'm not even trying no. to troll was, right now. He was the backup. I think he, he was the backup of Sam Bradford. <laughs> When Sam Bradford was the Eagle. I Sam Bradford play for the Eagles. <laughs> That's whenever Chip Kelly was in there. He's like, Sam Bradford is my guy. I'm going to go after DeMarco Murray. And oh, yeah, he, I remember that. And then he traded this, one of the stupidest trades. He traded straight up Kiko Alonso for LaShawn McCoy. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he did that. Anyway, yeah. so. My, my man, it seems he like you, you're still struggling with mm-hmm. these Chip Kelly uh, decisions. You, but. Yeah, but that team was amazing. <laughs> Mike Vick, LaShawn McCoy, Deshaun Jackson. He ran out Deshaun Jackson, Jeremy Macklin. Like, yep. anyway, I can go on. I've already gone on about them for a, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get my man some counseling, please. <laughs> Pray for my brother. All right, so I found something, and we have to talk about this, Jose. I, I just want to run this by Jose. I want to get his thoughts on this, honestly. Cause, so I'm not a big baseball fan, mm-hmm. but if I'm going to talk baseball with anybody, it's going to be Jose, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean that. And so I want to get your thoughts on this. I don't know if you've heard, but did you hear what Carlos Correa said this yes, week? Yes, I did. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's talk about this. I, I'm just going to enlighten everybody else. Carlos Correa said this week, and for those who don't know, uh, is it okay to call you a diehard New mm-hmm. York Yankees fan? Oh, yeah. You bleed it? Oh, yeah. Right? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bleeds the pinstripes. That's right. All right. So Carlos Correa this, this week said Derek Jeter. How many Golden Gloves did Derek, uh, did Derek Jeter win? Was it? Five. I, yeah. He's, yeah. This is the, the quote. Five. I think he won. Derek Jeter didn't deserve any. Is what he said. Whoa. So, so let me, let me, I'm going to play this. And I don't know if this is, we might get sued. Who cares? This is Greeny. I'm going to play the clip on this. Um, and this is from Greeny. This is Greeny and Hembo. I'm going to co- somehow copyright as much as I can on this on GitHub. So that if you sue us, we're giving you all the credit. This is all the credit to Greeny, not us. And so I'm just going to play this and we'll, we'll listen to this. It, let's, 
Well, let's not set aside whether it's accurate or not. Let's actually start with whether it's accurate. Hembo, is that an accurate statement? Yes. Truer words have never, ever been spoken, Greeny. It is, it is common knowledge amongst anyone who does what I do that Derek Jeter was not only not a good shortstop, Derek Jeter was a bad shortstop. And his five gold gloves are probably the most fraudulent awards ever given. Like, we're talking about someone who actively hurt his team playing defense, and there is an endless amount of data to back that up. So, yes, the answer is yes. It is absolutely a true statement. I cannot believe you just said that in English. I'm thinking that maybe Carlos was thinking no one will hear this, or at least they won't understand it. You, you, you just said that in English. You do realize that you were talking about you are besmirching one of the most beloved figures in the sport. He's, I believe he is still the most popular player in Major League Baseball, and he retired like seven years That's ago. That's right. I am not besmirching him. You asked me a question. I am answering it. No, that was a besmirching. Objectively. I've been around a long time. Let me tell you something. Rex Ryan wasn't any tougher on Robert Sala than you just were on Derek Jeter. I'm just speaking the truth. We have ways to evaluate this. We know for sure that Derek Jeter's defense cost the Yankees about 250 runs. He was that bad. That makes him, by that standard of measure, the worst defensive player in Major League history. It didn't prevent him from doing any winning, obviously, and he created like 2,000 runs as a hitter. But it is exceedingly clear that Derek Cheater not only did not deserve five gold gloves, he did not deserve any gold gloves, and he is among the worst defensive players to ever live. What are we doing? Sir what are Whoa. your thoughts? This is bombshell. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on this? Well, let's take into consideration that I agree that there are some um, gold gloves that Derek Jeter didn't deserve to win. Um, let us understand in Derek Jeter's um, early years, there were two other shortstops, Nomar Garcia Parra and Alex Rodriguez. And then they had Derek Jeter. Rodriguez was shortstop. For sure. He started his career as a shortstop. Okay. Okay. The reason why he transitioned to the third base mm -hmm. was because he wanted to go to the Yankees to win ah. a chip. And you know you ain't moving Derek Jeter right. out of the shortstop. Mm -mm. So when I when I look at that, I say to myself, I understand where, where these dudes are coming from. And yeah, I do believe because he was beloved. He was the face of baseball. Um, Chipper Jones just retired. Derek Jeter was the baby face. He was winning chips in New York. You know, he did get... He did... Um, take some gold gloves home that I would say, yeah, he didn't deserve. He wasn't better than Alex Rodriguez in shortstop. He mm -hmm. wasn't better than um, Nomar Garcia Parra. He wasn't better than Cal Ripken. But I will tell you one thing and one thing alone. You look at his iconic plays in the ALDS right. in against the Oakland Athletics. That series, um, they would have lost that game. They would go home. Where was Derek Jeter at? Derek Jeter was in the wrong place at the right time. You look at that highlight, right? He flips to Jorge Posada. They get Jeremy Giambi out. That was a pivotal, pivotal moment in that game. Why? Because they only scored, I believe, one run that game. That the was Yankees. The, the Yankees did, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then they went on to win that series and go to the World Series that year. Let's not act like Derek Jeter is the worst defensive player of all time. That's exactly what that he said. That man is foolish. I'm going to tell you something. Out there in ESPN, all right, um, a lot of these dudes, they, they get paid. To, to, there's this one guy out there I'm not going to mention names I don't know if you guys get copyright He just screams He screams with a New York accent And he has a very popular show He, yep. they, he runs ESPN <laughs> For sure. He talks a lot of foolishness 
Okay. Subtle. So um, <laughs> these, subtle. these guys in ESPN get paid to talk foolish things and to, you know, throw these takes out there as if, you know, there's people that don't remember Derek Jeter. Like, seven years, like they said, he retired, right? He's still one of the most popular um, players in MLB history. Mm-hmm. Carlos Correa, I, I would say, is that he was a better shortstop so far in his career than Derek Jeter defensively. Mm. He, I, I give him that. But um, to say that he didn't deserve any gold gloves, I think that's stretching it. I really do believe that's stretching it. And, um, you know, that's his opinion. He's entitled to his own opinion, though. Well, he's saying, like, that. this is what I, – I'm not, I'm not trying to – I am bringing this before you because I trust you and your baseball knowledge. But I feel like after hearing that, it's almost like, have I been lied to all these years about Derek Jeter? Because, like, honestly, for me – and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, like Jay and, and Brandon, if you, it, Derek Jeter was the one guy in sports and specifically mm-hmm. baseball that was like untouchable. Mm-hmm. Like you don't say bad things about that guy because there is no bad things about that guy. Mm-hmm. And so now that I'm hearing this, it's like, okay, not only is he not as good as I thought, but he's also the worst defensive player in MLB history, like in the history. Like yeah, it just shocked me. I mean, if he was the worst defensive player in history you would you would listen you work your your job is shortstop for the new york yankees the fans will let you hear it the yeah. boss will feel the pressure and he will george steinbrenner back in those days would have made a move if he felt that that was mm-hmm. the truth that is not the truth um a lot you know and that's that's what we see a lot in these takes um mm-hmm. in these days and age you know when you see the lebron better than michael jordan um yeah. takes you and I know those are exaggerated numbers, right? We we know that those takes are exaggerated. They stretch so hard to make yeah. LeBron look better than Mike. When in all reality, the dudes like my, you know myself and, and older folk saw Jordan play, we know that Michael Jeffrey Jordan will not cry about cramping in the NBA Finals game. <laughs> and I and I like LeBron. You know, I've been a LeBron fan. You have, been you know what I mean? Since since uh, wherever he went to high school, I forget. Oh uh, yeah, um, Saint, Saint Vincent, Saint Mary. Yeah. There yeah. You go. But, you know, we, we know that in these takes nowadays, um, what they do is take exaggerated numbers and they just start coming up with these narratives yeah. that for folk that didn't see Derek Jeter play, they're like, wow, he really did suck. You know, but no, he, he, he didn't. You know, well, and I've seen him play. I, I only watched mm-hmm. him play. See, the thing is, is like, I've only, I, I'm not a baseball fan. But the one times I did watch baseball was with you in the series when the Yankees would go back to back, go back and forth with the Red Sox and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I saw the greatness of Derek Jeter in those games. I saw the greatness of Hideki Matsuri and all those guys that mm-hmm. yeah. honestly, some people might, I don't know if people know them or not. I don't know how popular they are, but I saw the greatness of those guys in those games. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I was just, anyway, I'm just, I was blown away when I saw that take. Yeah. But that, that's ESPN for y'all now, you know? Hot takes. He should have just said Justin Herbert would have led the Buccaneers in Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) All right. So, I was going to ask Darren this, but... He's not here. Not here. Yeah, so Darren was going to be here. Yep. And he was going to come and visit Brandon. But then... So, is this a coincidence? Ask me. Or or I'm asking you guys. 
I beat the daylights out of Darren in fantasy football this past weekend. No, you didn't. And, no? No, he won. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> he did too. Fake news, ladies and gentlemen. No way. He totally beat you. I told. I talked to him about it. <laughs> no, he didn't. I was like, Sean was talking a lot of crap on you. Dude, I was up on him. I know, but then he had, um, what's his name? He had Justin Herbert and he had... Uh, Oh man! Now I'm I gotta cu- I gotta cut this part out now. Nah, I'm loving this, man. This is he good. had Austin Eckler. So Eckler he beat you one fifty two to one twenty four. Wow! He had Justin Herbert at thirty four. <laughs> See, I thought he didn't come because <laughs> he had I Justin smashed him. In Justin Jefferson football. had twenty nine. Uh, Eckler had thirty five. DeAndre Swift nineteen, and you had Jonathan Taylor with that got you fifty points. I know, which is why we were at yep. the game, and I'm like, dude, I'm going to beat the living daylights out of Darren in fantasy. Unbelievable. Dude. <laughs> I'm 8-3. and three. I was this on like an so eight-game winning streak. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brandon. That was so good. Darren, I apologize. You have a good time in Florida. I'll never speak of this again. Go ahead, Jay. Carry on. Anyway, I was going to ask him, since he plays football in college, if he has like a pre-game playlist. Hmm. To listen to to get himself hyped up, and if he did, give his answers. But what do you think your guys' playlist would be if you had to get hyped up before a game? Mm. That's a good question, Jay. I like mm. that. Yeah, I like that. Come with that. Jay, Jay, yeah, Come Jay with comes with it. Yeah, <laughs> mm. With the ether, with yeah. the like the reality stone. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we'll go with that. That's, a, that's the ether is to me. Oh, no, it was I a, remember it was a diss track Nas back in the days of Jay Z. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember on our on our bus to away games, our coach would always play "Party in the USA" by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your hype song? Oh yeah. Okay. I like. What was the song? <laughs> yeah, That's a good one. <laughs> My hype song would be the one. I, it was in Fight Night. Uh, yeah, the Puff Daddy one. Um, I was. I forget what it's called now. And again, I don't even know if we can play it because no, yeah. copyright. <laughs> well, yeah, we can't do and it. Not only that, yeah, but we got some it. language there. Oh, okay. okay. File for you. <laughs> but that song, I know what you talking about. Was sweet. Um, it was in Fight Night. It was a Puff Daddy song. Remember the name? I was. I was actually remember the name. Fort Minor. Yeah. Fort Minor. I was actually victory. Victory. Victory, yeah. yeah. So good. I was listening to that song, by the way, today. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, That's clean versions, probably. Yeah. I don't remember it being dirty, but that was because it was in a mm-hmm. fight night, so they yeah. would have cleaned it all out. Yeah. Um, What song? Yeah, so I got a, I got a story, with a, a quick story. Kobe Bryant, his favorite hype song was the Michael Myers theme song. He said he played that song. <laughs> For um, it was I think at least ten minutes straight. Wait, is he is he like, not the, ch- 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 no 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 the, the piano. Oh, is it? Is that Jason? Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for for ten minutes straight before the game to get the the mentality, he said the, the killer. Mamba. Man, yeah, mm. yeah. The mamba. That was Kobe Bryant. Maybe album. that's what I need to do before work. So I can get the mom mentality the mom before work. Cut in a wall. <laughs> funny, yo, it's very funny is that you brought that up the day before I started my shift. I listened to the Mandalorian song theme song the day before I started my shift. That was funny how you brought that up. I never heard the Mandalorian theme song, so I don't know that one. 
The other one I would say it's a it's a uh, a day to remember. Second sucks. Yeah, second sucks would be a song. <laughs> if you ever heard that, um, anybody listening who ever heard that song? That song it's like. It was what my for a few summers we would basically it's just all chugs and breakdowns. Yeah, so. chugs breakdowns and all that stuff. It does have a swear word or two in it and whatnot. But back when that song first came out, we would listen to it. Jay and I we had subs in our cars and whatnot, and we would just listen to the like everywhere we drove that summer was just like all second sucks all the time. <laughs> Jay, what about yours? I wouldn't necessarily pick certain songs, but just make a playlist that consists of. Impending Doom, Saving Grace, <laughs> Fifth Ray King. Basically, has a breakdown. I'm happy. And I'm Chugs, bass drops. Yeah. Yep. Pig squeals. Breakdowns. Can, can yep. you give us a pig squeal? No, I can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. They get me amped up, too. I get I get pretty amped up listening to those. Any other one? Brandon, do you have... I mean, you said remember the name. You said Party in the uh, USA. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I can't think of. I didn't really have any pump up songs. Oh, there's honestly. that one. What was the one? Uh, uh, Little John did a remix of What's one the of. Born? Huh? The one no, no, no. This was the Little John remix of Ozzy's song. It's they call it "Let's Go" because it's Little John, and why not call it "Let's Go"? <laughs> but <laughs> it's the dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, crazy. Dun, 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 dun. The, yeah, it had the beat from Crazy Train mm. yep. in it. But it was like a hype song. Yeah. I actually just heard it again at they played play at the Eagles game. Let yeah. me know. Let me know. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that is a good hype yep. song. That was good. Alright, real quick. What do you guys prefer? Thanksgiving football games or NBA Christmas games? Thanksgiving football games. It's football. NBA Christmas. NBA Christmas all day. (laughs) Oh, let's disagree. This is the first time we've disagreed all day. (laughs) This is the first time. I I was dying for disagreement. Why football? Just because of football or I know you're a diehard football. Yeah. I mean, for Christmas, I don't know. Like, even if it's the Miami Heat, I'm not going to go out of my way and watch a game. Mm-hmm. You know, I think whenever I mean for our our traditions and stuff, we don't sit down and watch basketball or or even sometimes football. But whenever you like want to take a break, usually you t- take more of a break during Thanksgiving because you just ate a meal and you watch football. Ah, uh, that's I mean that was what I like to do. I mean f- to me, football is better than basketball anyway. So you eat a so, huge meal, sit down on the couch, unbuckle your belt. Turn on yeah, the game. something like that. Yeah, I never wear a belt anyway, but uh, yeah, okay. I I wear my sweatpants. It's a button. elastic stretchy pants. Stretchy pants. Yeah. They're stretchy pants. It's for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, you said NBA for sure. Why? Oh man, the, those marquee games, man. Those when the good teams start playing. Um, uh, I I feel like with uh, football, you always get Detroit and Dallas. Detroit and Dallas mm-hmm. every Thursday. Um, those games are not really exciting. When you have, let's say, for instance, you put um, together less. I know this year, Lakers are garbage, but the beginning of the season, you looked at the Lakers versus the Nets. You're like, yo, that's a decent game for Christmas, you know? Right. Um, the years before, you know, you had the the Cavaliers 
and the Warriors, you know, the rematch of the finals. Mm-hmm. And you get that type of adrenaline. You're like, yo, these two teams are about to clash, you know. And mm-hmm. it's, 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 for me, it's a lot more entertaining. The only thing I do hate is that it's on ESPN. I wish all the games were on TNT, TNT. with Shaq. We should Shaq. get rid of ESPN on the NBA or it's NBA garbage. on ESPN. It's garbage. Do, do everything on TNT. Yep. Everything on TNT. Make Shaq, playoffs. Chuck, all those dudes work overtime and just do it. A hundred. Yep. A hundred. Jay, what about you? Oh, I would for sure pick the NBA games over football. I just enjoy basketball so much more than football. Like, I haven't hmm. watched, what, a football game since October? Like, since the NBA started. Really? So, so you watched wow. the game this year, though? The football game this year? Which one? Have you watched a football game? Oh, you came yeah, over the one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, that was the last yep. time I watched it, yep. but... Since October, I haven't really watched, cared about football wow. other than fantasy. So you're not following the Colts this year? Nope. You don't know what the Colts just did this week? I think they won pretty good. <laughs> Wait, so <laughs> you're right. You're not wrong. <laughs> pretty <You're right>. good. <laughs> Wait, so do you know that the Colts have an MVP candidate on their team right now? No idea. Is it Carson Wentz? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Peyton, nope. it's Peyton Manning. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, it's Jonathan Taylor, and he's balling out. He had five touchdowns on Sunday. That's who was on like, my fantasy team. He mm-hmm. got me 50 points. Yeah. How much he got you? 50 points. 50 points. <laughs> fantasy this past week. He had 100 and, what, 70, like 80, 83 yards, yards or whatever, something like that. and five touchdowns. He had a big game. And that's not counting his receiving yards. Right. Back-to-back um, weeks, he had a big game. Yeah. Think, right? So, yeah, anyway. Jay, mm-hmm. is a, Jay well, was a diehard Colt fan between – is it fair to say Tom Brady ended that? No. Or oh no. No, I'm a Colts fan. I'm oh, just a okay. bigger fan of yeah. basketball now mm-hmm. compared to ba- uh the football compared to, uh, <laughs> a bigger fan of basketball compared than football. to football. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Well going back, I would say that I'm more of a fan of Christmas NBA Christmas as well. I just feel like for me, that's when the NBA feels like it starts. Like to me, the, all these games leading up to it, like I enjoy the NBA and I'll watch games and whatnot. But it almost feels like a preseason. It's all yeah. like it. Yeah. It doesn't feel like anything's really happening. Like right now, even the Lakers are nine and ten. Mm-hmm. We're ma- some people are making a big deal about that. I'm not worried about the Lakers at all. They'll be just fine, and they'll make the playoffs. And then that's again starting December. Everybody gets healthy for the Lakers and whatnot. And they'll be totally mm-hmm. fine. Um, and then we get to the All Star break where we get to see like it's almost like the All Star break is kind of weird because it happens like a quarter of the way through mm-hmm. my NBA season. So you get to know like, okay, who's playing well so far? You get to know them for the second half of that yep. year. And then really, honestly, we all know that the NBA really doesn't start until playoffs. For sure. NBA doesn't start until April, mm-hmm. um, May area. And yep. so that, that so for me, it feels like Christmas is like NBA tip-off to me. Um, Thanksgiving football, again, I'll watch football, um, but typically I'm spending time. Yeah. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays, and I'm oh, typically with family and, and whatnot. But with Christmas, the other thing, every time I think about NBA on Christmas Day, I think about Derrick Rose's shot. Do you remember oh, Derrick Rose's floater the against the Lakers? The Lakers yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, the real Derrick Rose. Yeah. Man, that, saw, that yeah. shot was sick. I remember we were watching yeah. it together. I think all three of us. In mom's room. Yeah, yep, in my mom's room. <laughs> <laughs> and he hit that shot, and I was like, dang, dude, that's a bad boy. And unfortunately, injuries took that guy away from us, but. Wait, didn't yeah, no. He's still around. He's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah. Like John didn't kill him. <laughs> just saying. It's still sad to think about.
So looking at Sean taking, doing all this OT research with stats brings me back to some fond memories. Remember every year when we buy Madden? What would your brother do first? Oh, this is good times. Uh, Gives me goosebumps. Like the, uh, coach, like the create a team and do like a, a franchise. Franchise, that's what it is. Franchise, the coach, right? Yep. One of the things I always remember, though, particularly like we opened that sucker fresh out of the case. He's going to the overall rating. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He is looking at catch ability. He is looking at um, toughness, speed overall, not just the overall in yeah. general. He's just going on the list, and we're like, me and Justin, like, come on, man. We want to play. Playing. Let's go, my man. What are you doing? <laughs> and he's just flipping through the, 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 the pages, and I'm just like, my gosh. Listen, either, either my parents bought that game for me, for me, or I saved up my money and bought it myself. So if you guys wanted to play the game, you guys go out and buy yourself your own copy of the game and you play it somewhere else. This is my copy. I like, and I also like, they used to always bust me because I would like to create players and all this stuff and then create these people. But anyway, that was my thing. I still love it. I love mm -hmm. the stats. I love the numbers. That's, that is my, my forte. This is, this is my home right here. I have one more, one more stat for you guys, speaking of stats. So Jose, got, Jose and I got into a little uh, debate about uh, the New York Giants the other day, um, and I just want, I'm going to bring that onto the air. I made a claim, and I'll, I'll stick to this take, that Saquon Barkley should be traded by the New York Giants. Now, I'm not saying that they should just trade him, but Jose brought up, this all started because Jose brought up that the Giants should make a run for Russell Wilson. And he thinks that they should. I think that they should. That would be great uh, if 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 the Giants made you know if they if they could pry mm -hmm. Russell Wilson away from Seattle. I think that they should totally do that. But I think that if it costs if it costs Saquon Barkley, I would no question give Saquon Barkley up for Russell Wilson. Again, I think you're going to need to give up more than Saquon for Russell Wilson. But I would hands down get rid of Saquon for for that. Uh, do you guys? Let's just stop there for a second. Mm -hmm. What are your guys' take on that? Would you guys give up Saquon Barkley? Or would you try to keep him? Obviously, we would try to keep him. We both agree with that. Try and keep him. But if it came down to it, would you give up Saquon Barkley to land Russell Wilson? Man, I don't know. My first instinct would be uh, no, just because of Saquon's age and he's just still getting better probably the more he plays mm -hmm. and Russell Wilson's been in the league for quite a while now so he's probably already hit his peak so yeah. I'm either just gonna even out or start going into a slump. Well, I think if you are trading for Russell Wilson you to the team that they have now he's gonna get pummeled they don't have a good offensive line to even like protect him mm -hmm. like he's struggling in seattle right now because they don't have a great offensive line he's throwing with pins in his hand he shouldn't be playing i don't in my opinion right yeah. now he should not be playing i was gonna say he's only played two weeks he struggled his two he's, weeks but before the, that last he was two playing weeks. just fine he was throwing bombs to lock it right i mean but still but they've only i think they have the same record as the giants they don't, yeah, have, don't they're know. not so i think I mean, if I was Russell Wilson, I wouldn't want to go to the Giants. Hmm. I mean, I 
I don't know. I mean, I think now, Jose, you said that Russ has expressed interest in New York, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's been um, rumored um, two years ago. Um, his wife Sierra is a, a artist, and I believe she works a lot out there in, in New York. York. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of the rumor was that he, at that time he wanted to be in New York. Then last year, he had a list, right? New Orleans. Mm. Um, there was a couple other teams. Yeah. I forget who it was, but I think yep. New Orleans was up there. Right, I remember yep. that. Yeah. yeah, yep, yeah. I think it's a fascinating debate, Jose. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could jump in whenever you'd like, but Jose also brought up the offensive line. Um, so, have you changed your mind, or are you still you still standing steady and keeping Saquon? I'm still stuck. I'm, I'm still um, holding down my, the fort with the offensive line. Um, the offensive line is garbage. It's a it's been a pile of you know dung. Um, ever since Eli Manning, you know, won mm-hmm. in 2011. Ever since then, they only made the playoffs once. And a mm. la- large part of that is offensive line. Yeah. The offensive line has been horrible. Um, and with no sense of urgency has yeah. any of the GMs, coaches, looked at the offensive line and said, let's neutralize this. Let's, let's fix this yep. so that we can be contenders. It all starts in the line in football, D-line, O-line. So the Giants O-line has not been anything to be admired or looked upon. But I think it, the the problems with the Giants as well is the GM, hmm. you know. But that's another um, topic. I want to stay. Um, you booked what, it, What right? you talking about? What's that? You booked that Gettleman's going to be out, right, by the end of the year? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully this week when the Eagles destroy <laughs> I the Giants. So. I hope so. So, so with, with the offensive line, I do, I do agree. That the offensive line is not great, um, but I don't think it's as bad. Um, so my, my thing with Saquon is, and Jay, I hear you in that he's young. I think the thing that I think about is that Saquon's running back. Running backs last eight maybe 10 years in the league if they're lucky 10 years 12 years i mean you have some guys like frank gore or whatever who lasts longer but but i'm just saying like typically you get eight like prime seasons if you're lucky out of a running back and that's if they stay healthy saquon's never been healthy other than his first two years in the league he's been injured the past Mm -hmm. two years and now this year he's been injured and so we have that when saquon is healthy he's averaging 4.6 yards per carry but it's often two yards, one yard, three yards, two yards, mm-hmm. whatever, 80 yards. And then he has an 80-yard run, and then he has a 90-yard run, and then he has a three-yard run, one-yard run, negative two-yard run. And it's just the same thing where it's like nothing or it's, it's home runs. Like I said, I said mm-hmm. this to Jose this week. It's like home runs in, in, in baseball, the New York Yankees. It's home runs or nothing. Strikeouts, yeah. home runs. Yeah. And that's what I feel about them. And Wayne Gallman was the backup running back for the New York Giants last year when Saquon Barkley went down. He averaged 4.8 yards a carry or uh, uh, mid fours, mid to high fours um, per carry, which is pretty good. But he was doing it without the 80-yard touchdowns with the explosiveness of Saquon Barkley. So he's more consistent than Saquon Barkley ever has. That's a problem for me. Mm -hmm. uh, In the NFL, in, in today's NFL specifically, where you need to be scoring touchdowns, it does not cut it. It's a drive killer if you yeah. run the ball for negative one time, negative one yard, and then two yards, or whatever. Those are drive killers. Mm-hmm. That's not just bad plays. That stalls the entire offense. And so with the offensive line, now again, I'm not trying to say the offensive line is great, but I looked up the yards before contact on a, on a rushing attempt on average um, for teams. This is just the team. Um, so 
interestingly enough, the Philadelphia Eagles are leading the league. Three and a half yards. They, they gain three and a half yards before they touch any defender um, in the league. That's leading the league. The Giants are roughly what? Uh, I'm going to ballpark around 12th. I don't have the number right here. But mm-hmm. about 12th in the league out of 32 teams at two and a half yards per carry. So they're blocking in a way that their running backs are able to get at least two yards, two and a half yards before they're even getting touched. And so that's an average. So again, and, and, and the bottom of the, the league is 1.6 yards a carry. That's the Houston Texans. And so they're not great. No, they're not, they're not like the Eagles, but they're about right in the middle there as far as running the ball. And so did you just say the Eagles are great? Well, the Eagles, as far as they're blocking, absolutely. I mean, from what we just looked up and looked at, their offensive line is playing better than anybody else. They have the best offensive line in football right now. And so well, I'm not over exactly. That'll be the Cowboys. Right now? Yeah, wouldn't it be? I mean, statistically speaking, right now, like the past five <clears throat> weeks in the NFL, I think I don't think anybody's playing better than the Eagles right now, offensive line-wise. I mean, Jalen Hurts has the best quarterback rating. He's not getting touched. They're running the ball lights out against the best of rush defenses in the That's league. Good. In my opinion, I don't think anybody's playing better than the Philadelphia Eagles offensive line right now. But that's I just think that's that, nice to hear. Again, okay. I'm not saying that that's <laughs> good. I'm just yeah, saying a little bit. I'm not trying to bash Saquon mm-hmm. or whatever. I'm not saying I wouldn't take him on my team or whatever. I'm just saying if I had the choice between a all pro quarterback who still has, although he's been in the league for 10 years, quarterbacks last 20 years in this league. Mm-hmm. So he has another 10 years left on him. Saquon's, this is his fifth year in the league. Running backs typically only last eight, so he only ha- even though he's younger, he's only going to last three mm-hmm. more years at best, mm-hmm. four more years at best. And to me, it just doesn't make sense. I would get rid of him now because his 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 value is high right now, as opposed to holding on to him another two years until what the end of his contract, so that nobody's going to give you anything for him. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying there, and obviously, you know, these injuries are piling up, and they're not baby injuries. You mm-hmm. know, the ankle, ACL. Um, and the only the only dudes I've seen ever come back from the ACL in the running back position is the great Adrian Peterson, Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. first ballot. Um, but for me, you, you know, we look at um, Saquon and you look at the numbers saying, you know, all these things. But him being injured will play a part of the lack of productivity, mm-hmm. um, especially for running backs that are having in their mind, man, I just, I just popped that ACL. Sure. You know, coming off now and trying to run like I I, I did in year one, you know, is, is definitely going to be, yeah. you know, really hard for them mentally. So I've seen that with Saquon this, this year, you know, hitting the hole um, yeah. like he did in year one. He's not hitting the hole like right. that, yeah, you know. You're right. You're right. Um, so I think that plays into effect with him sure. in his mind mentally. Um, and a lot of that is because, once again, I don't have a line. I do not have mm-hmm. a line. They played 11 different linemen this year so far due to injury and lack of productivity. The rookie mm-hmm. we picked up that um, – I forget his name. In the draft? Yeah. Um, yeah I forget I his name. Andrew mm-hmm. Thomas, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he was a – I think he was a rookie last year. Rookie last He's year. He's not a rookie this year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just caught a touchdown. Yeah, like he hasn't panned out to be what they thought he would be. Mm-hmm. You know, so like things like that have um, been hindering, you know, the offense. And I think they – we have so much, like you said the other day, we have a lot of um, potential players in, in our offense that like that that are good, they're decent, but we just don't have enough time to get a sense of rhythm in the, mm-hmm. on on offense. Now Dan, Daniel Jones isn't um, he? I, I don't think he's he's the answer out here in New York. Yeah. Um, 
But man, if you give him some time, man, you know, like so dudes can run their routes, you know. I think he can be somewhat effective, at least more effective than what he has been. Saquon as well can be a, a lot more effective than what he has been in his four years mm-hmm. yeah. in this team, you know. So for me, then I look at Saquon, man, I'm like all that potential, all that, he's a physical specimen. You look at those thighs, you're like, man, bro, these are like tree trunks coming at you, you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, and I hear what you're saying about trading him, but I still don't want to let go of him, man. Yeah. I still feel like he ha- he can be a part of something special if. But like you said the other day, you did you did convince me in one one part one part is that are they in the next one to two years gonna be a Super Bowl contending team? They won't. And here you go, you got Saquon Barkley, the great Saquon Barkley out of Penn State. His career is wasted because mm-hmm. Gettleman took him. Which is sad. Which is, it is sad. None of us want to see that. Mm-hmm. No. So, right. I mean, out of selfishness, I want him. But when you made that point, um, I think it was Thursday, I said, yo, you're right. They're not, you're not going to build a Super Bowl contender in the next two years, right. yeah. three years. Unless you're able to land Russell Wilson and put him on that team. Because you guys still have Kenny Galladay and a couple other pieces. Yeah, Kenny um, Gall- I don't think Kenny Galladay is going to be yeah. anything. I have a quick stat on that. Um, so... Find it. The Giants' left tackle has more touchdowns this season than their seventy-two million dollar receiver and first-round draft pick combined. Ouch! And the hits just keep on. The other thing, Saquon, since twenty twenty, has seventy-nine rushing attempts, two hundred fifty-four yards, and two touchdowns. That is the same exact stats as Baker Mayfield since twenty (laughs) twenty. Good gosh! Good gosh! Thank you, everybody, for listening to our episode this year. This year, sheesh. Man, I don't even know what episode we're on. Anyway. He's, he's riding thank, high on I the Eagles. I am on the Eagles. My, my brain's all over the place. No, but thank you, Jose and Jay, for, for joining us this time. And Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah for sure. Yep. You guys are going to come back again. Yep. Get the whole crew again. Yep. Thank you again for everybody who listens. Um, what do you do? Rate, subscribe like Rate, subscribe review, post right? whatever ask us questions all that good stuff whatever the other podcasts tell you to do correct right? that's what we always yep. say so thanks for listening <laughs>